0: Hello, I'm Tara Suber, and welcome to Tara Talks 2. Thank you for joining me for another episode in my journey. Today, we're going to jump right on into it and talk a little bit about my journey as a single mom. In 1988, I gave birth to my first son. I was 16 years old. He was two pounds and five ounces. I recall the day I gave birth to him. I was told by the nurses that he would not survive. He's gonna be turning 35 years old this year. He was diagnosed with spastic cerebral palsy. Somewhere in between eight months and about a year and a half, officially he was diagnosed. I noticed when he was very young that his motor skills were a bit delayed as compared to other kids, you know. And so when taking him back and forth to the doctors, you know, he's maybe just a little slow, but we'll keep an eye on it. And after he was officially diagnosed, remembering he was born prematurely, I went into labor and there was no stopping it afterwards because his lungs were not fully developed. They had to put him on machines and there was machines going in and out. He was on a ventilator for some days because his lungs weren't fully developed. And because of that, he had what they called brain bleeds, blood clots that formed and one of them caused damage to the part of his brain that controls his motor movements. Thank goodness that um compared to other cases of kids that we knew and that we were associated with at the time his case was not as bad. He had some special needs, but mentally he was 100% intact, very sharp, very smart kid. And he was able to go to regular school and able to catch on. And he got his high school diploma. So very grateful for that. Things were very difficult in the beginning, though, because I did it being that he was the f- first born to me, I, you know, being a single mom, I, I didn't know what m- motherhood was like. I was was still being mothered myself, you know, by my mom. And here I was having a child and then the child having a special need. So it was tough. It was tough. And if you guys have been following the podcast, all that other stuff on top of that, that I was going through at the time, oh, that did not make it even any easier to deal with. But we pushed through. We push through and we carry on and we make it work. This was all my freshman year in high school. Freshman year. Freshman high school is supposed to be a blast. You know what I'm saying? And here I am trying to play big girl, having sex. You know what I'm saying? you having sex, so handle all the stuff that come, that come with having sex. You know what I'm saying? And pregnancy is one of them and babies come from pregnancies most of the time (laughs) and so here I am a mom at 16 freshman in high school made it through my freshman year sophomore year junior year here goes senior year pregnant second child had another boy he was full term he was born in September, the year I graduated in 1991, and he'll be 32 years old this year. Grown sons now. But being a single mom, I there were times when, you know, you, of course, I, I can say I did not have a normal, um, I was not a normal teenager because that went out the door with motherhood. My life changed Completely. I know there's. I had, I had other friends that had babies, and their lives didn't skip a beat because they had this drop-and-go thing that they had going on with their parents or grandparents. Um, my, my people weren't hearing that. I, I didn't give birth to that baby, so you're not going to drop the baby off and just go, go. No, you're going to take care of the babies. So those are your children. Those are your responsibility. And so you're going to take responsibility. Yes, maybe every now and again I will allow you the privilege of going out and doing something leisurely and leaving my grandchildren with me, but that's not gonna be on a regular, you know? So I had to take care of my children, understandably. You know, so it was never in my mind that, oh, I can just drop them off to mama house or granny house, or no. But every now and again, you know, I, I, I was involved in some activities outside in community choirs and stuff. So my village would lend a hand. My cousins and my aunties, they would lend a hand and I'd be able to leave the boys for the weekend and take off on these uh, small tours with different choirs and whatnot. And so I, I was allowed some liberties. But for the most part, my boys were my responsibility. And so I had to dig deep always worked I've worked since I was 15 years old I had a job I mean a clock in job an hourly wage job not just working for mom and doing chores around the house or stuff around the neighborhood no I mean a, a clock in using my social with the government and so they have that registered somewhere and back then it wasn't much of a check but it was honest work it was honest work I worked a lot of restaurant chains and grocery store chains before I started working in media and in radio. But I worked y'all. And then after high school, when everybody else went off to college, um, my classmates, I went to tech and I, I went to Trident Tech so I was working. I was raising my boys. I was going to school. It was a lot. It was it's, it was. It was a lot, it was a lot. But I learned one thing that was absolutely important. You had to be consistent in everything you did. You had to have a plan. Being a single mom was tough, but I was, I don't know. I guess, I guess I got it from my mom. I guess I, mommy, I guess I learned something underneath your tutelage. Because I kept my house clean. That was a must. And it wasn't like, oh, somebody's coming over, clean up real quick. No, it was just done every day, picking up here, there, everywhere. You couldn't tell I had kids coming over to my house because it was always together. I was just very well organized. So I maintained structure so that my sanity could be intact, you know? So my house was organized so there wasn't chaos there. My foundation, organize your foundation. That would be the one thing I would suggest you do. And then make sure the kids had a schedule. Like my children, when they went to school, you know, I went to work or I went to school while they were in school. So wherever I was working or my classes, they were scheduled around my children's school schedule. And then every um after school they would go to the after school program so between nine and five was when i did what i had to do so once they got home from school then we can start our routine our dinner our um time together to talk about the week and then bath time or homework however but they were so little they probably didn't have a whole lot of homework but we kept our schedule consistent And then like my mom always told me, put those kids down to bed so that you can have time for yourself. And then I took that time as my structure time to do my homework or to catch up on some reading because I was an avid reader at that time. I don't hardly read as, as I did back then, but I still read. But yeah, it takes a lot. And when I look back, I be like Tara, girl. It was 18, 19, 20, 21. I mean, living life for real. Like my classmates was probably off in college living in the dorm, you know, just doing them. And I was doing life full throttle, wide open laundry and cooking and cleaning, (laughs) feeding kids, washing butts, putting them to bed. Jeez, it was overwhelming at times. It it really was overwhelming at times, but I, I like I said I had a good balance and I had a good system, and it was very important that you maintain structure in your home, and that's the thing that kept me afloat. And then my support system was, boss, it was second to none, but I didn't take advantage of my support system, realizing that my mom had young kids. Of her own to deal with. And so even on weekends and stuff when I had availability, I'd be like, bring my brothers over or I went over moms and with my boys. But it was, you know, little give and take, little give and take. I relieve you, you relieve me. I relieve you, you relieve me. But never, ever would I say I just overwhelmed my parents and dropped my kids off. My mother wasn't having it. Those of you who know my mother, hmm, you know she wasn't having it. Y'all, I'm not saying I didn't have fun. I had good fun. I had good times. (laughs) I had my own apartment. So come on now. Don't sleep on me. Wake up. Wake up now. (laughs) I had good, 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 good fun. Y'all heard that? Good, good, good. Just there. But I had a good time. I had balance in my life. Wasn't long after that that I um I got engaged to my husband now of 21 years and he moved us into our home a few months before we got married and he took care of all the bills before we got married, he he just kind of took over and not only did he do that, but he was very involved in my boy's life and it's, it's very important when you're a single mom, And some people say you can't be, beggars can't be choosers choosy or can't be I don't care people got people got so much to say when it's not them you know what I'm saying people got so much to say when it's not them but you can, you're not a beggar and you can be choosy and when you're raising children girls or boys as a single mom you best be very discerning and very selective with whom you would like your partner to be that's very important because you know at the end of the day it's not just about you it's not just it's once you have those children it's never about you just about you anymore you must always consider your children that you know what when I have a problem with that saying when did i become a beggar I have a serious problem with that saying, and I've heard people say it over and over again, like, because I'm a single mom, like, I'm at the bottom of the totem pole on the picking tree anyway, as far as any guy or any man wanting to be with me. Now, who in the world gave you that sense that that was the way it was going to be, you know, and they would say, beggars can't be chooses. What? Have you seen my man? Have you seen my husband? And I prayed for him. I wanted to be with him. I wanted someone that had a gentle spirit and a heart for God and a heart for my children. And when I first met him and he was hitting on me, yeah, he was hitting, he was hitting hard too. The first thing, and he will tell you this the first thing he said to me, I said to him, was, Listen, I ain't trying to play no games. You know, I don't know where you think this is going to go. But I have two sons and they come first. I don't put nothing before my boys. He'll tell you I said that to him and I meant that thing. You know what I'm saying? You have to be careful. Just because you're a single mom and you desire to have a partner, you desire to be married, you desire to have a husband, doesn't mean you have to settle for trash. You have to settle for dirt. You don't have to settle for him because, Lisa, I got a man. No, ma'am. You do not have to do that, sweetheart. You can pick the, the sweetest apple, At the top of the tree, honey, it's yours. Whatever your heart desires, position yourself right. And you can get whatever you like. You can have whatever you like. I'm telling you, it can be possible. But you have to do the right thing. You know, you present yourself like trash and that's what you're going to attract. You present yourself like nothing, then nothing's going to come to you. You believe that you a beggar like people tell you just because you have children. You beggars, if you believe, if you put yourself in that position, then okay, whatever. Don't let people speak things like that in your life. It took me a minute. But I learned to not just receive it because somebody's handing it to me on a platter that seems so Nice. And they, and you know what? They're going to deliver it that way. And sometimes it comes from your own people and your own family. Well, baby, you know, you got these kids and, um, you know, if any man is going to take you and these kids on, you know, you can't just, uh, you got to, you can't be choosy. And, um, you know, such and such, you know, I know he ain't the best, but, you know, he was... He was asking, asking about you. He ain't even my type. Listen, don't let them present that to you. Don't let them talk you down. You know who you are, right? You know you're precious, right? You know you are fearfully and wonderfully made, right? You know you're gorgeous, right? You know your value. Okay, multiply there times 10, and that's where you reach. That's where you reach, and that's what you want, you can have it you don't have to settle the audacity of someone telling you you have to settle cuz you got kids oh yeah a lot of people had a lot to say but you know what was tricky what was what was crazy to me they made me feel like when i started dating my husband that i wasn't deserving of him that he deserved better You don't even know me. He deserved better. Why? Because I had kids. But he had a kid. (laughs) You know, the the scales are so unbalanced, y'all. The scales are so unbalanced when it comes to women who have children out of wedlock and guys who have children out of wedlock. It's like y'all, the guys, y'all get to choose whatever y'all want. But girls, you just, you know, just. You know, just don't, don't get too picky now because, you know, you got them children. You know what I'm saying? The scales are so unbalanced. I'm telling you, they made me feel like I wasn't deserving of him. Like, who he? I, I don't know if he, he might not be deserving of me because I'm a lot to handle. I'm a handful. Maybe he can't handle all of me. You know what I'm saying? But if I, I'm so glad I did not listen to people. I, I'm so glad I did not listen to people. Single momming is a lot in itself, and it will it will humble you. It humbled me. You you hear me? It humbled me. And there were days when I did not know how I was going to make it, but I was determined that I did not want to go back to my parents. I wanted to stay on my own. I wanted to stand on my own two feet. And I did whatever it took to make it happen. I even remember there was one time that after I had lost the job, after I had to separate from them, and I was, I had to go back with my parents. I had to go to my um, landlord at the apartment complex and tell her, I can no longer afford this apartment. And so I have applied for an apartment that's going to be based on my income. and But they got to run this background check and all of that stuff. It's, it's down, it's a little further uptown. Um, and I But I need you to write them a letter and tell them about my relationship with you. And she goes, but look, you still owe X, Y, Z. But you know what? You have been such an amazing tenant. I'm going to write this letter and me and you'll make arrangements to cover the rest of it. See, you got to handle your business. That comes with that structure. So I did that. I handled it with her. I talked to my parents because I left the right way. I was able to go back and I said, mom and dad, I, I need to stay here for just three months until this application goes through. I know I can get this place because I am highly qualified I ain't got no record. They say you can't have a record. I have some income. They say you got to have some kind of income. And I got my two boys, so I know I can probably get this place, you know? And so they, they was like, okay, Tara, okay, Tara, three months. I was gone. Before the three months hit, boom, I had it together, moved on. And then it was shortly after that, me and my husband got engaged, and he moved us in another house so what I'm saying is you don't have to settle for what people say babies just just set yourself up right. I know it's tough right now being a single mom and things there's so much more out there than was when I was coming up as a single mom that is out there to distract you but try your best to stay focused on those things that are important your children And yourself. Take care of you. Make sure there's balance. In your life. As hard as you work. Make sure you take a day or two. To relax. And to just be about you. Make sure you maintain your village. That's your support system. That's going to be your leisure. You know where you get a little privilege. And you say yo family. I just need a day or two. I just need a day here. 24 hours. Eight hours. I do take them eight hours. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, so yeah, do that. So make sure you maintain your relationship with your family and, and maintain that strong village. Okay. Don't, don't let anybody, no man, no woman, no, nobody separate you from your family. That, that foundation is so important because you're going to need them to maintain balance as a single mom or your circle of love, your tribe. You're gonna need people in your life that you can trust with your children so that you can maintain self-care and balance. Or you're gonna go bananas. You're gonna have to check out. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm telling you what I know from what I've been through, from my journey. No man is an island. You cannot do this on yourself. I know they say a single mom. But the things that help you, the number one thing that helped me was my village. And I know someone expected me to say my faith. I know you did. But you have to realize during that time in my journey, my faith was mm, kind of rickety, (laughs) y'all. It was kind of rickety. You know, I was in church but I wasn't really grounded like I should have been. so yeah, there was times where I was knocked down to my knees and I had to. but I wasn't as strong as I am today, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and tell you a lie. My village, my tribe, was what kept my balance during that time. Okay? So single moms. Your current situation does not define your destiny. However, how you set yourself up right now can define where you're going to be. How you value yourself today can determine where you end up and who you end up with. If, you're, if you desire to be with someone, if your desire is to be married, to have a partner, so, such a self-upright single moms, Such a foundation. Structure, balance, strong tribe, strong village, self-care, healthy balance. Value yourself. Multiply that times 10. And most of all, remember, you ain't nobody's burden. You are not a beggar. But honey. You are a prize package. You and your kids. A prize package. Value yourself as such. Carry yourself as such. Think of yourself as such. Yeah. And remember, you can have whatever you like. Until next time, God bless you and be encouraged.